It's been a while since I've done a book review on this podcast, and that's mainly because a lot of the books that I've been reading lately have been nonfiction, and I just didn't think y'all would be all that interested in it. But since I have recently decided to admit that y'all are right, and one of my series is actually a romance series, and I'm going to get more into doing romance writing for that series, I decided I needed to read more romance novels. And so I signed up for the free two months of Audible Escape. This is not sponsored by them. <laughs> at least not at time of recording. And the first book that caught my fancy was How to Train Your... <laughs> How to Train... How to Date Your Dragon by Molly Harper. And so I have read it, I have finished it, and I have a lot of thoughts about it. So let's talk about it on today's episode of Project Shadow. Alrighty, hello everybody, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and... Yeah, today we're doing a book review of a romance novel of a supernatural kind of fantasy kind of romance novel. But before we get into all that, if you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the better the chance we have of actually communicating with each other. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. Alrighty, so I will be honest with you. I saw this book when I was looking through the Audible Escape titles and decided, yeah, that that's my first one. That's my first one for two reasons. One, and you'll notice if I'm not careful, I'm going to say this over and over again. I love how to train your dragon and how to date your dragon. That, that's beautiful. It's a beautiful little play on words there. And it's brilliant. Wonderful title. Caught my attention right off the bat. And, you know, I kind of write a romance, dark fantasy, urban series that has dragons and other kinds of supernatural critters in it. And, well, I thought that it would be interesting to see how other people are writing that. And so I picked it up. I, I listened to the audiobook, and I'm glad that I did, because... You know, my life's been hectic, and I just don't have time to sit down and read the way I want to. And thank God for audiobooks for giving me the opportunity to actually get some reading done. So the book is about Jillian Ramsey, who works for the League of Interspecies Cooperation. She is an anthropologist, and they sent her down to Mystic Bayou to find out how everybody's getting along down there, because they all appear to be getting along real well, and that's not all that common. And along the way, she meets an assorted cast of characters, including Bale Boone, and I will talk about him more later. I like, Yeah, I liked him a lot. And let's just say hijinks ensues. Now, I, I have two things about this book. Two things that really stood out to me. Number one, I, I, I have to say this right off the bat. I really enjoyed this book. 
from start to finish, from beginning to end, I, I really did like this book. And that has a lot to do with the characters. Everybody that we met was interesting. All of the characters were fun. The story was interesting. The world was more interesting than it was given time to really flower into being. I'm hoping in reading the other books in the series, which I've got queued up Love and Other Wild Things next, which is the next book in the series. I'm hoping that we'll get more into the universe and really get to explore it more. But I, I really liked the characters. The love story worked for me. I, I have one major problem with the love story, and that's that the, the love scenes often begin with Jillian removing Bale's length from his trousers, and I, I don't find that term um, uh, enticing at all. And I'm, 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 a, I'm as queer as they come. I have no problems with, you know, talking about a male member, but uh, reading this book led to a very long discussion with a bunch of friends of mine about how there really aren't any good sexy terms for the male body part. And there aren't. And that is a problem. And I don't know that it's a problem that I should expect any one author to be able to fix. It's probably not something I'm going to be able to fix in my own fiction. It's just, it's a problem. But beyond that, the uh, naughty scenes were naughty. I bought the relationship between our characters. Bile's revelation at the end of the book of his true name was wonderful. This book made me laugh a lot. And it's not that it's necessarily a rom-com because it does have kind of a murder mystery side plot. And, but it, it, I found this book extremely, if this book has a flaw, it, it's that the, uh, murder mystery side story it really felt like a side story. It, I, I get it. It's a romance novel. The book is primarily about the romance and yes, the book spends most of its time explaining Jillian and Bale and their relationship and who they are and what they want and all that. But I, I think the murder mystery was so interesting on the side. I wish we had spent more time with that, especially in Bale's point of view chapters. I wish we would have had more time seeing him be sheriff. We do get some of that, but a lot of it, again, deals with the romance plot. And that that's not horrible. That's not a bad thing. Like I said, I'm kind of new to modern romance, and that may just be something I have to get used to. But I, to me, there, this would have been a much more interesting, longer story if we would have spent more time with the characters and got to know the world better and really get more into that murder mystery thing. But that, that doesn't take anything away from the book. I was really happy when I got to the end. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just I think it's one of the best bad things you can say about a book in a way is I wish we would have spent more time there, especially at the pie shop, especially at the pie shop. And if you haven't read the book, you don't know what I'm talking about, but especially at the pie shop, I wish we would have spent much more time getting to know, like the idea of the kitchen, witches was such an interesting idea. 
And maybe it's been explored more in other books that I haven't read, but I wanted more time there. I wanted to get to know the surrounding characters more. And yeah, I, I think that goes to the success of the book because the story the book tells is perfectly fine. It, it's a good story. It was enjoyable. And like I said, I, I really, really, really liked it. It's got a 4.6 with 10,842 ratings on Audible right now. That's amazing. And it earned it. Like, it deserves it. Like, it really does. The story itself has a 4.5 out of 5. And yeah, the performance has a 4.6 out of 5. And I have to say, while I'm in the initial review portions of this, um, Amanda Racconi and Jonathan Davis, who did the voice work, who actually read the book, they did a really good job. They really did. I, I enjoyed them. And as much as I enjoyed Jonathan Davis's deep, deep voice when he was narrating for Bile, there was something about the way Amanda Racconi did Bile's voice in her chapters when she's reading the Jillian POV chapters that I actually kind of found him in an odd way a bit more sexy as voiced by the feminine narrator than when voiced by the male narrator as himself. And I think that has less to do with the acting than the personalities. Bael is an interesting person, but his inner life is not as rich as it could be. It's not nearly as rich as Jillian's. And I think having her narration about him surrounded by his voice made me gravitate more to it. All in all, I really did enjoy this book. And if you're looking for a romance book, it does have sex in it. I, I feel like I have to say that because not every romance book that I read does have sex in it, but it, it does have sex in it. It's not gratuitous, which is good, but it's entertaining. And doesn't overstay its welcome. And that might sound like a weird thing to say, but to me, the worst thing in a book is when they overplay the sex in it. And you just stay there longer than you really want to. And it starts getting uncomfortable. Like you're watching something that you really shouldn't be there for. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I get weird, but yeah, it, it good book. Like the characters can't wait to read the next one. So I, I do have a few spoiler things in the book that I want to talk about. So if you haven't read How to Date Your Dragon by Molly Harper, and you don't want any spoilers, though I, I really don't feel like there's much I can do to spoil this book, because even the big surprises at the end, I, I felt that they were natural and they just worked. So take that for what it's worth, but I am going to be discussing spoilers from this book. So if you don't want to know anything about it, Check out now. Go read it. It's not that long. It's six hours and 24 minutes on Audible. Um, and then come back and we'll talk. All right? Spoilers are incoming in five, four, three, two, one. You have been warned. I really like Jillian. Um, my, my one issue with her character, if there is one, is 
while she was outspoken and she was strong, I kind of, I don't know. I wanted, I wanted her to be a little bit stronger. I love the story about how she ended up stumbling upon a Kappa and how that got her involved with the league for interspecies cooperation. I found the backstory for the league interesting. The mission for the league was interesting. The one member of the league, like founding member of the league that we met, she was really interesting because I love Mia Kitsune. Love Mia Kitsune. If you want to know how much I love Mia Kitsune, read my book, um, Shine Like Thunder. Love Mia Kitsune. Um, but at, at the same time, she, I wanted her to, I don't know, be more outspoken. While she's not a damsel in distress, even when she is kidnapped at the end of the book, I, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think it goes back to really wanting more of the mystery in this book. And maybe that's just a flaw in me as a reader rather than a flaw in the book that she knows that the people that she's going to meet are being killed and mutilated. And while she does take some actions to investigate and take some actions to try to find out more, I don't know. I, I just, I wanted her to sneak off more and find out. I guess I just wanted, maybe this is because one of the reasons why I got this book was when I saw it took place in Louisiana, I, I thought to myself, well, I like a lot of books that take place in Louisiana. I love the Sookie Stackhouse novels. I, I love like the Anne Rice vampire novels. I, I've read a lot of books that take place in Louisiana and I've always tend to enjoy them. And maybe, maybe I wanted her to be a bit more Sookie Stackhouse than she was. And that's unfair to both Jillian and the author of the book, because this really is a straightforward romance. And I can't say that too much. It, it, the focus of the story really is the relationship between Jillian and Bale. And as strong as that is, and as much as I enjoyed it, I, I do, I don't know, I, I wanted something. I think it's more my expectations going into this book that are making me feel like there was something missing there. Because, like I said, I, I'm not, it's not common that I read romance novels. And this is a novel. This is kind of my first foray back into modern romance. And so the fact that I've read a lot of mystery novels or other kinds of novels that have romance in it, that made me want more of the other elements than are in here. Like I'm fascinated by the bureaucracy of the league and I'm, I re it's, it's my world building tendency more than anything that's making me have any kind of hesitation from being just really completely in on how good this book was, how entertaining this book was. And that's not Molly Harper's fault. And that's not the book's fault. I am a sucker for world building. As you all know, I am a sucker for, you know, really in-depth settings and this may not be the genre for me to get those. And I think that's going to be interesting to see how my romances go over because there will probably be a lot more of that in them. So I am curious. 
Having said all that, Bael. Bael is an interesting, interesting character in that I, I like the drama with his family over whether or not he is going to be an inheritor of his grandfather's hoard. I do want, see, this is, I'm just going to keep going back to this. I wanted more about his father. I wanted more about his parents. I, I wanted more backstory there, but again, that's just, you know, I don't know that I've ever, with the exception of like Tolkien or Herbert, I don't know that I've ever been satisfied with backstory in a book. So, you know, do weigh, weigh that when you're hearing me talk about wanting more backstory, but his relationship with everyone in town, including his evil, evil cousin, who is evil, but not that evil. I, I just, yeah, it, it worked. It all worked really, really well to the point where like the, the moment that I realized I wanted so much more about his father is at the very end of the book. And remember, you've been warned about spoilers where he reveals to Jillian his true name and his true name is Dave. And first of all, I laughed. I loved it. I loved his explanation. Who's going to expect a dragon's true name to be Dave? You're going to expect it to be like Gragthar, the lightning taker, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You kind of do expect that. And I was kind of expecting that, especially with a name like Bael. Um, I was expecting him to have some very elaborate, you know, name. And it really did work for me that reveal that his name, his real name was Dave. But at the same time, it was like, man, I want to know more about his father. I want to know more about his mother. I and just, what kind of a person was his dad that he not only had this relationship with a mortal, but decided to give the true name of his, to his kid of Dave. I just, I wanted more. I wanted more. And again, I, I think, that's high praise for a book. Anytime you read a book and you just want more, but not in a, like it left me hollow and it just needed to have more. No, I really enjoyed this book and I just wanted more. I want, I wanted it to go on so much longer than it did. Okay. Lastly, we have to talk about Jillian becoming a Phoenix. Oh, I had feelings about this mainly because it happens right at the end of the book. And I'm hoping that we're going to pick this up in the next book. And we're going to learn more about that in the next book because yeah, I need to know more about that. How, how is that gonna work? How is that gonna play out? Because, Oh, she's a Phoenix now. And yeah. Next. Give me more. Give me more. And of course the book's over by that point. And it, it's a wonderful little way to get me hooked into the series and get to see more of it. Um, Danica Teal is going to be the main character apparently in the next book. But, and of course she's going to have a relationship with Zed, which I can't wait for. I loved Zed. I love Zed. Danny was interesting in the first book, um, being Jillian's friend and all, but uh, I just want more. I, I want to, I want to explore this world in so much detail. If you haven't read these books and you're looking for something a little bit lighter, 
And I don't mean that as an insult. Please don't don't take that as an insult. I've been reading a lot of like heavy, grim, dark stories. It was so refreshing to have a book that just, hi, this is a book about how to date a dragon. And it's a book about how to date a dragon with this wonderful magical world that I just fell absolutely in love with, with characters I fell absolutely in love with. That is so refreshing and makes me so happy. You have no idea. And you will be hearing more about the next book in the series. So if you want to read along with me, I am about to start reading Love and Other Wild Things by Molly Harper. So if you want to get that, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to have it finished, but yeah, that's going to be the next book that I do this for. Anywho, thank you so much for listening. Check out this book if you're interested. It is It, it was a wild time. I had so much fun. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, down in the show notes, you'll find a link to my voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If you've got a dollar you can pass my way, it really does help out a lot. In the show notes, you'll find a link to both listener support and my Patreon. Your support helps me keep the lights on, and thank you all so much for doing that. If you don't have any money right now, or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly all right, but if you know anybody who'd like anything that I do, please share it with them. That helps out immensely as well. If you'd like to hit me up on social media, I am C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. Alrighty. I feel so weird. I have not talked about a romance book in so long. I'm like all, I'm like all red. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this. I'm going to get better. Um, whew. Until next time, don't forget to have the fun. Bye.